This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. It's a kind of magic. It turned the other way. Nobody can read him. It's a kind of magic. Boy, what a competitor Murali is. A kind of magic. Oh, he's bowled in. Fantastic delivery by Murali. The death rattle there for Darren Lehman. Murali threw it around the wicket. We've got him on the back foot, Murley. It was the Doosra. Big wicket. What a ball. Oh, beautifully balls. That has turned a long way from outside leg stump. Butcher has been left bemused by Murley. Oh, this fella is an absolute legend. You know, the, the word legend is used all too much in sport. Not for this man. A cricketing great. A coach, a businessman, a member of the ICC Cricket Hall of Fame. No player in the history of international cricket has taken more wickets than this man. 800, 800 in tests. That's more than any other player. 534 in one day cricket. Yep, you've guessed it. More than any other player. He was also part of that great Sri Lankan side that won the 1996 Cricket World Cup. He's in our midst. It's Murali. Murali, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. It's uh, interesting because first time in, uh, I've been a lot of times since 1992 from UAE. Uh, first time I'm coming for a radio station and it's uh, it's inspired me a lot because so much of sports, uh, it's a multicultural place. And then a lot of sports happen in Dubai, and cricket is one, and rugby sevens, and yeah. so so many so many things happens, football to everything. So interesting to talk to you all about uh, the sport. This is so surreal, by the way. We've got the greatest wicket taker of all time <laughs> sitting in our studio. This is absolutely bonkers. Eight hundred wickets. Do you have a favourite? <laughs> <laughs> Every wicket it must be hard. Hard every wicket because I just want to bowl, bowl, bowl. So I just cherish by taking wickets. So every wicket is like a goal to me. But sometimes you want to take a bigger player because at the time the game can change. So at the time, some big players like Sachin to, you know, Ponting to uh, like, you know, a lot of players are there. So Peterson, like so many players uh, taking their wicket will be cherished a lot. Was, was there a particular player whose wicket you enjoyed taking more than any other? Uh, I hardly take that wicket, but we're in the Shevak, but I will enjoy more because <laughs> he, he smashed me more than I took his wickets. Did anyone really keep you up at night? Did any of the batters and, and you played against some of the very best you know Sachin you've, you've referenced Ricky Ponting Brian Lara another Jacques Callis did anyone give you nightmares? I think uh, Brian uh, not nightmares I should say when he played uh, some test matches because he gets double hundreds yeah. because he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, I couldn't we couldn't get him out <laughs> like about he got three double hundreds against us so he played the best, uh, I could say, when in test cricket, when he comes. Um, if it's a dangerous player in the Sehwag because he doesn't care about getting out or anything. He just smashes you. So that <laughs> that's puts you a lot of uh, effort to be there in the field because it's not uh, easy when someone says, Brian will take on and off sometimes, and but he's consistently scored against us. Marley, I would love to learn a little bit about your story of getting yeah. into cricket, because when did you first realize that you had this immense talent to spin the ball? See, I, 
See, I was lived in a hostel at a Catholic school called St. Anthony's College. Uh, it's only five kilometers from my house, but uh, we have three, four boys. My parents did say two has to go to this college and in the hostel because you have to be disciplined. So she sent it to this Christian college. Uh, we call college because of school. Um, and I stayed in the hostel and I was interested playing with the guys. Just, uh, we say, softball cricket because when you tennis ball. So then my coach uh, saw me uh, age of eight and said, you're good, uh, looking good. So can come and have with the hard ball, come under nine team, you can join. So I joined then and I both become a fast bowler. So every kid those days, you know, you like to, you don't want to bowl spin. You don't <laughs> want to bowl fast as you can and scare the birds, right? <laughs> so I was, uh, till the age of 13, I was bowling well and batting and everything. But... I was not uh, uh, big made, like a small, fast bowlers, you need a lot of strength. And he said, if you're going to go to the senior side, you won't ever go get a chance. So better try to bowl spin. So so he said he's bowls, he knows how to bowl cutters. He showed me and bowl spin. I bowled the first ball, it turned like huge. <laughs> so I didn't even expect it to. So then on all, I was thought bowling is the better and I thought as a spinner I started and age of 13 13 13 years so you you had this ability you didn't even know you had to, yeah. s- to spin the ball yeah I didn't know because when you're young you know you run and bowl and bat right that fast ball but spin spin on uh, then the coaches has to tell you what to bowl because hard you know bowl spin is harder than the fast bowler to bowl so uh, at that day because he says he's not going to have a great chance to play in age group like 15 and 17 and 19 13 you can because your size is the same the boys some boys will grow bigger so he said spin bowling is the best to do so he just tried few balls went and then first match i bowled spin i got five wickets in that age group <laughs> so so that, that 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 amazed me and i just keep bowling spin yeah did, did you take wickets as prolifically when you were a junior player as you did as a senior cricketer yeah when age 13 and 15, the 13 and uh, 13 yeah i took a lot of wickets spin then after that we have to when age of 14 uh, normally uh, we try to get into the under 19 side so that because we had two good great spinners like you know ruan kalpage and pial vijayatunga both played for the country so at the time they are only 2 3 years older than me so they were there. So I didn't, I didn't get a chance for three years to play for under 19. I was playing the 15 and 17. Yeah. Then first year I got the chance. That year I got in four, 16 matches, 107 <laughs> wickets. <laughs> and then next year, next year season, 14 matches, I got 127. I became the schoolboy cricketer. Then only I toured to England. First tour when I was 18, they picked me from the school. To go to England, I'm but when I when I went to England, I couldn't get one wicket. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm loving the fact, really, that you remember all of these stats. You're a man that obviously deals uh, not in just kind of the, the the memories of it all. You deal in, in a cold hard facts. And you know, Robbie and I were, were having a chat when we found out you were coming in today. We were excited to welcome you in. I mean, I, I mean this sincerely. I mean, you are one of the greats of the game. And you know, we've got an ongoing Cricket World Cup, uh, and I look back to 1996. We've been very fortunate to speak to a couple of your compatriots, Mahila Jayawardena, Kumar Sangakara. And 1996, for, for anyone listening to this, if you can, 
explain how big that World Cup success not only was for you and your family, but for the country of Sri Lanka? It was immense because um, before that, it was amateur cricket in Sri Lanka. Because, you know, uh, when I went the first tour, uh, see, no money in cricket board because you play for the pride of the country, the players. So uh, when you go to uh, England first tour, the reserves has to go to laundrettes and do laundry for the players. That's the way it started. Like, you know, I did that laundry because I couldn't play many matches. So we have to go and in the playing 11, you have to go every day. Whoever the some turn take turns because they are about five six reserves. Two people will go to laundrette and do laundry. So that's the way it is started in '92. When I played the first test match, I got two thousand rupees for the uh, thousand rupees. <laughs> yeah, for at the time dollar was uh, it's about <laughs> eighty rupees. Now it's about three hundred twenty <laughs> in a financial crisis like our country. So sixty rupees. So dollar was to two thousand rupees. Uh, like you know for a test match five day. So it all improved uh, everything professionally. And also we have to buy all the kits. We have to buy our clothing. They only give uh, one track bottom and then one blazer of Sri Lankan tie and everything. But we have to buy everything from our own. When you played in the club cricket, like first class cricket, you had to pay for the subscription for the club. So that's the way the cricket was there since 1996 until we win. First time we got a sponsorship from Singer in 1995. So then only we could hire Dave uh, Watmore as a coach and Alex yes. Alex Conturi as a physio from Australia 1995. Before that, we had manager, a coach, then a, uh, is a, he's not a masseur only. He doesn't know much about physiotherapy, but three people only traveled. Other than that, nothing. There is nothing like, you know, so the money was not there. So to support because players, all players effort, effort because they all want to be a pride to play for the country rather than thinking about money or anything. So that's the way we had to do That's five, six years. Then five, after that, only we got some singer sponsor. We got some money. The 96 World Cup win gave everything like, you know, uh, a team like small like us. To win the World Cup oh, was incredible. Nobody didn't thought about even. So then the professionalism came. Then the money came. Uh, then it's developed because little bit little by went high. Now it's we have the facilities. Even the facilities are very very small. Uh, those days, if you want to play cricket, I am from Kandy, for a little far away. I have to come to Colombo. I was staying in my uncle's house. And every day I have to go practices. Uh, and also I, I used to work for an insurance company because uh, you had to work. Yeah, because every every yeah. cricket has to work. This amateur game. So they give duty leave sometimes for the national players. You can go. But if the club, first class cricket players, they give 4 o'clock until 3 o'clock. We got light till 7. You can practice. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they'll give uh, duty leave. So that's the way it was cricket was. So everything has given the 96 World Cup. So that team, uh, I think, unbelievable to do this. Today, we are a very, very, we, two decades we dominated cricket and now we are going in a slight path. But it happens in every, every nation. So I think our guys will come back again. The Off Script Podcast.
What an absolute treat we have for you. We absolutely have. And we've had so many messages come in for our very, very special guest. We've got Murali in studio with us. I can't believe I'm saying that. The man who's taken more wickets in international cricket than anyone else. 800 to be precise. And he's actually just mentioned to us, he goes, guys, I've got to go in 10, 15 minutes because I'm off to see (laughs) the film about my life, (laughs) the biopic called 800, uh, directed by MS Sripati. And uh, I know you've seen the premiere over in India, I think it was, Murali. Yeah, in India. Uh, what was it like watching that, um, watching the story of, of your life unfold? And was it an emotional experience for you? Yeah, very emotional because it's a true story because um, it was like my life because it is uh, from Sri Lanka because, you know, uh, 30 years of war. Uh, in that time, only we played our cricket and I've been schooling at the time. And how uh, my family traveled through this war situation, I how I went through these chucking episodes and um, then um, how the country shaped at the time. And we are from, uh, my ancestors are from India. So when Britishers were ruling in uh, 1900s, so then 1920, they took my grandfather to Sri Lanka for tea plantation. So that's why we stayed there. I, I've been the th- third generation. So there is, uh, with the minority and the majority, there was a war for 30, uh, 30 or 30, 40 years, and it finished in 2010, So until that, my career also finished in 2010. Until that, how this, uh, everyone as a team, we won our, our, as my personal life, how we suffered, how we could get into, become a champion, like, you know, 800 to take with those obstacles. And to every youngsters can learn, everyone in the world, will have failures, right? Because if a talent is there, everyone. So failures, how you handle your failures and overcome that. You can't do it alone. You need support from the people. And nothing in the world is, if you want to achieve, you need people's support. Absolutely. So for 1995, when I went through this Boxing Day uh, strategy, then Arjuna, like, you know, like my father figure, he supported me and the whole teammates and all the country because not thinking about that, the war was very, very peak at the time. I'm a from minority, I'm a Tamil, so minority. Yeah? Even they didn't think, even the majority people didn't think and countries going in a such a way. And they all supported me, like, you know, wholeheartedly as a Sri Lankan, as a cricketer. I was only 21 years old. With that, so the sports unites those countries and no religion, no uh, races to the sport. Sport is loved, and I think uh, that's the story about is everything. We we often talk whenever we speak to, to people like yourself, Murali, who have achieved so much in the, in the world of sport. Uh, they often say that it's the failures that that help shape them. Yes, the success is nice, but it's in failure is where you learn the most about yourself. In terms of the lowest point, maybe just not in your career, the lowest point in your life. When was that? Uh, see, uh, as a Cricketer, not lowest point was when I was, we were got affected. I was born in 1972. In 77, I was five years old and I didn't understand much. So uh, at the time, we got affected from the riots and burnt everything, our house, everything. Uh, So we barely escaped. But even the 
at that time only the people who helped also singalese to safeguard us because everyone is not bad there are some people can do these things because of the emotions uh, emotions can turn into violence so that was happen and then i when i they put me into hostel to safety in age of 6 then i thought see i am out of parents but they thought at least children be put in the hostel they will be safe right so christian hostel so then first one week was my lows because i was so crying and everything and uh, upset about it but then i got used to that life so that is one when the cricket were pointing wise because everything went for successful didn't have much failures but 1995 boxing day boxing day that was a lowest point of my because i thought whether i will be able to play because of the support of the whole country and arjuna and then the teammates give me immense belief on me And, uh, and that controversy for anyone that isn't aware of course i think it was daryl hair was yes. the umpire yeah. uh, you were given seven no balls seven no balls at the time yeah. and then i have to go for testing and first time ever because before that in history in 1967 it has happened so then after that only mites incident then the row see this incident didn't go to only that time is the lowest point but this problem was going all of my career for 14 years mm-hmm. so i have to go for test i have to prove myself that's your your bowling action bowling action so i had to prove themselves did it give you any doubt or did it plant any seed in your mind that what you were doing was not not uh, you know correct or orthodox uh no because i am little bit orthodox because my uh, both thumbs have been 38% so it's illusion looks like throwing but to the naked eye because if you see in the two dimension so then you have to see in the three dimension so then it's the right point so then we have to go in the instant test on put uh, like you know so many uh, uh, things they will put it to your body and then you check it like uh, your muscles you won't see you only see the bo- human movement so through that they can precisely say the flexions and everything so in that i got uh, Yeah, you were clear. Clear. Yeah. You knew it. Marley, we have so many nice messages coming in for you on the text okay. line. So I do need to read some of these out. Kyron has said, "What a champion. Watching this man bowl was just an art form." And uh, also from Maxie who said, "Sri Lankan expat living in Dubai. So nice to hear you on Dubai Eye." We've also had questions coming in. Sanjay, who's one of our regular uh, texters, said, "How would you and the other legends of your era fare in today's batter-friendly T20 era of cricket?" Yeah. um i played t20 170 matches yeah. because i was i was at the not at the peak i could say because i retired at age of 37 in test cricket then i continued to play for another 5 years 5 or 6 years till 42 it was old man i'm old man that time right? <laughs> so so i had a great uh, great 3 uh, years season with only internationally i played a work a final in uh, in england because only 12 matches i played we su- i was successful in that world cup in 2009 we lost to pakistan uh, 2009 but uh, in uh, franchise cricket i played for two years for gloucester as a t20 player played well uh, played in melbourne for renegades uh, played in barbados we won like you know i played all over the world new zealand i played for firebacks like you know all the cricket i played and in indian ipl i played for uh 3 years for uh, chennai super kings and 3 years for rcb and 1 year for kochi so 7 years i played played the game but i have not played about 170 i was not a 
really big, big wicket taker in that because wicket takers are like Malinga, yeah. uh, like you say Sunil Narayan, like you know they are. I see they can have only one and maybe one point two, one point three averaging in a wicket. I might averaging one. But my economy rate is very good at 6.3, so it is unbelievable in uh, in T20. So I think uh, those days cricketers will adjust. Uh, they could have played. If you played, I see. Uh, I would say one player, unbelievable player, will be Wasim Akram in T20 if he had played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. That Wasim. is is Wasim. He's he, my I don't know. I mesmerized by. Is bowling how he can do with five steps that speed then reverse swing and everything. So I think uh, Brian to everyone who played that era definitely uh, have a great. Uh, I, uh, they will adjust. These these days only players who play they don't know to play Test cricket. Yeah. And they struggle in one day cricket because they don't play the game so much. They play twenty twenty every time. So they adjust to that. But coming from Test cricket to just one day cricket easier, and to T20 it is only your top the game. But technically, they, so it is game has changed according to the life, and the, uh, I think people are not have uh, time to watch that's five it. days, that's and it. also like that's why football and everything very famous in the world. So T20 is getting there. I heard they're going to put in the Olympics. Yeah, so 2028 that is, uh, Los so, Angeles. So I think uh, India is a billion people. They hardly get many medals. So maybe they will win the gold this time. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Listen, I'm conscious of time. We've got a final couple for you, Murali. In terms of what you're doing now, I mean, do you miss the game? Do you miss playing the game? Um, absolutely not missing the playing game no. because I played for 20 odd years. And then I I'm involved in the game because Hyderabad I'm coaching and a mentor for them for last ten years, uh, so that is give me uh, in, and also the I'm the ambassador for uh, this World Cup, uh, for I have to go there and do something. So I'm doing those things. Uh, I don't miss, but I miss the dressing room banter. That is the all the time you miss not playing in the field the with the, your colleagues and yeah. what you have that life. Is unbelievable. Maybe you all also played uh, played in your small cricket team. Then you have the banter and everything. That we have it every day in here. Just <laughs> 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 sporting context. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, Merle. We could keep you all day in this studio, but I'm conscious you have a film premiere to get to. <laughs> so that is 800. Of course, it is a biopic on your life. It's out in cinemas, so I'm sure a lot of people here in the UAE are going to enjoy getting out to watch that. For now, thank you so much for taking the time to share some of your stories with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, very interesting, and thank you very much. Uh, we can learn so much from you all, also sport, because every day talking sports, you have more knowledge than sometimes <laughs> we are. So I'm a huge, huge rugby fan. Are you? Yes. So we are from Sri Lanka. We love. Uh, I don't know why, because I played a match with All Blacks with um, Ricky Mako and everything together. Myself and my in 2021, we went to New Zealand to play for All Blacks as a cricket match with the Black Caps. <laughs> So that banter is always there. Merely, you're welcome anytime. We can talk sports with you until the cows come home, my friend. Thank you so much for popping in. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Have a nice day.